Siempre Palante presents the Aguacate Chronicles. Aguacate. Dímelo. Aguacate. Dímelo. Bienvenido, mi gente, to the Aguacate Chronicles. I'm your host, Girardo Luis Alvare. Gracias for listening. Hope you had a chance to digest all that food from last week. I'm still recovering from all the pernil and tostones I ate. Thank God for piraguas to help me wash it down. On the menu for this week is Inca Cola, arroz, salmon croquettes, corned beef and cabbage, bacon stuffing, y chuletas. You might want to get that to-go Tupperware. It's about to go down, so let's get into the Aguacate Chronicles. We are going to get into this next segment. The two things that were always in my house that people were surprised if it was gone was Inca Cola, which is a Peruvian soda and white rice. We had white rice every day, like every day. We even had white rice and whatever soup my mom made. It's not healthy, but it was every day, every day. White rice. Once again, once again, back is the incredible white rice. Yeah, you know, rice had to come up again. That's just, we're not going to. You know, I might have to call this the, the, uh, the arroz, the arroz chronicles. <laughs> los chronicle, los chronicle de arroz. <laughs> uh, double chronicles. Or, or the, uh, what, what the, uh, the, the, um, aguacate con arroz, arroz y aguacate. Who knows, man? Uh, but yeah, rice and, and the gem. We've all had it, Inca Cola. Is, is, is that the same as Cola Champagne? A little different. It hits different. different. It hits different. But is it the same type of uh, kind of ingredients as, as the Cola Champagne? It's funny how people describe things like, you see online it says, an acquired taste whose intense color alone is enough to drive away the uninitiated. Who in the world wrote this? What? <laughs> Americans compare its flavor to bubblegum or cream soda. Oh, so this is the, oh, it's like kind of like the cream soda one. Okay, gotcha. Is Inca Cola like Cola Champagne? Uh, Americans compare its flavor to bubblegum or cream soda, sometimes categorized as champagne, cola. So is it, it's kind of similar, I guess. Yeah, yeah, I mean, similar, but but different. I've I've had both. It's slightly different. Guess, guess what? I'm going to have to get one now because now I'm curious to see what this Inca Cola tastes like. So that's happening. And I'll be posting that on my IG as well. So <laughs> it, it's already going down. We're going to have to do a, a taste. We're going to have to do a taste test and see, you know, and then see what this is. But I, I already pulled it up on Amazon. So it's going down. Good. That's Karina F. Dave's. Uh, for those that don't know that segment, you know, she's dropping them gems uh, on Siempre Palante. And she's a life coach uh, and doing some big things. Uh, motivational speaker. I mean, she's she's doing a lot. She's doing a lot in the space, helping uh, moms, especially, especially for moms and for for women. Uh, the things the things that, you know, it's, it's very powerful, you know, her message. Uh, and 
what I like is it's it's straight to the point. There's no no chaser, there's no filter. Um, very professional, but it's what you need. Uh, it's what you need to hear. So follow Karina F Days on all the social handles and uh, and, and check her out. She's got the podcast uh, Odat One Day at a Time. So yeah, Inca Cola and white rice. Yeah, that's deep. That's deep. You know what I find interesting? I just did a little search. It says that um, it was created in Peru in 1935 by a British immigrant, Joseph Robinson. So that's, it says it has a flavor that somewhat resembles lemon verbana. Um, it compares the flavor to, again, the bubblegum thing. So, yeah. So, yeah, it's definitely different because I'm looking at the color as well. It's like a kind of like a, yellowish color um but uh yeah that's interesting i'm gonna have to pick pick up a six pack of inca cola now i don't know man you might you might just want to get one i know i'm gonna get the whole pack i'm gonna drink them all the cantazo it might give me a rush because i feel like it might give me a sugar rush but it's going down (laughs) you're you're gonna be up for like two weeks you know I'm going to be like, yo, I wrote like 70 songs last night. I was buzzed on that Inca, son. I got songs for days. One of my songs will be called Inca. It's going down. <laughs> Inca. Inca. Inca la Inca. Um, no, nah, that's that's cool. That's cool. Shout out to Karina F. Daves. Gracias. Gracias for sharing that. We got, we got my man, Suleiman Onque. You know, my mother used to cook. And it was salmon croquettes. The salmon croquettes. And I used to love those things. I used to love the way she rolled them up. And I haven't had a salmon croquette in a long time now. She didn't really make the salmon patties. She used to make the roll. Like, almost looked like Twinkies, but, you know, it was the cornmeal. The thing I remember about it was the small bone, the small swickle bone that you would eat it anyway, and just feeling that crunch of it. It was just like... <laughs> <It's crazy. laughs> Suleiman Onque. Um, Papa, you could tell he was like reliving that experience as he was saying. That's a beautiful thing. That's a beautiful thing. He's acclaimed, man, just doing some big things. Suleiman, artist, muralist, you know, just he's done so much and, and still doing so much uh, in the NFT space. Uh, in the community space, giving back to his community. So big shout out to Suleiman. Yeah, amazing, amazing art, amazing artwork. But yeah, the croquettes. Yeah, I, I, I heard that and I was like, okay, this is uh, this has got to be added to the list of things I have to try. Because believe it or not, I've tried, I mean, well, croqueta de bacalao, codfish, right? That's cod, codfish. Um, mm-hmm. So codfish croquettes I've tried. Um, um, and I've tried quite a few, again, uh, dropping a little plug to my peeps, Dos Croquetas, um, in, uh, in Miami. These, uh, this is official craft croquetas uh, from Medianoche to uh, Buffalo Chicken Crack Croquetas. Uh, yeah, yeah, um, yeah, serious ham, the chicken croquetas, you know, the... Uh, the there's just you got to check the menu. I mean, I've 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 had it's just insane. Uh, the mac and cheese croquetas. Oh man, yeah, it's ridiculous. La medianoche croqueta is insane. 
is going down. Actually, there was a gentleman at my job, um, Bill Johnson, rest in peace. He worked with me at Campo Center. Um, he used to make the salmon kind of like the croquettes, but it was salmon bowls. Like Julian mentioned, his mom would roll them up. This gentleman would make it into like a bowl um, with the salmon. And he would actually, to give it like a little edge, he would put a little bit of the pancake uh, batter. And it had peppers and onions with garlic. And, and then he would like deep fry that. And it was like all crispy and delicious. And uh, so I'm imagining, and I can understand why Suleiman was like really in the moment because it, it's truly a delicious uh, dish. Really, really good stuff. Whew. You're right. Like he, he was having that moment talking about it, like salmon croquettes. And then he was also saying like the little crunch of the bone. He was remembering every like detail. That's, that's powerful, man. When was, when, when was the first time you had a croqueta? Um, that didn't happen till later, probably several years ago. Wow. Several meaning like what? Like eight. So that's yeah, recent though, man. That's recent. Very. Yeah. Cause growing up, I wasn't into a lot of seafood as a kid. I was very, yo lo que quería era panque, farina, avena. Um, so I had, you know, it's again, I had to, you know, mature, um, in terms of, as it relates to taste. Um, so yeah, I didn't really get into a lot of seafood. So I, I dabble, I don't do a lot of fish. But I was like, when I tried the salmon, I was like, wow, I could mess with this. I, the salmon is not very fishy. Um, but, um, and then when I tried Bill Johnson's salmon bowls, I, I, he was like, he forced me basically to try it and it actually loved it. It was really delicious. So I was like, I could mess with this. I, I can tell you this, man. I've had croquetas probably, I was like, what, maybe one? <laughs> They, he's like, they put croquettes in my bottle and they, they gave it to me as a baby. Yeah, they masked it up with my avena. With it, avena. it was a croquette puree, if you will. Toma. <laughs> Croqueta de jamón. You know? Right. Dale. Dale. A lo cubano. No, this, uh, yeah, croquettes are just, they they have a special place in my heart. And, and again. Once again, I'm looking at the photos as we speak golden brown they have this one like cracked open you could see all the seasonings in it um you know it has like the garlic and i guess the egg to keep it all together i, I what, what's interesting i think um when suleiman mentioned i i guess did he mention cornmeal so it seems like his mom had you know, a very special uh recipe um, it's a little different from what I'm looking at, but I'm imagining that the cornmeal must have been really good with uh, the croquette. Um, so yeah, yeah, we gotta we gotta get that recipe recipe from Poppy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, we Suleiman, you know, we're gonna hit you up. So, you know, I, <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised he made an NFT of a croquette, salmon croquette. But this brother, dude, this brother, all things aside, man, my man is doing his thing in that space. Um, he's really doing some amazing art, you know, art is life and just all these different. I mean, check him out. Check him out, people. I mean, he's he's everything and more. And, and the thing that really, you know, again, all my guests uh, have an extensive resume giving back and paying it forward. And that's what it's about in life. Hey, it's your host, Suleiman Nankwe, and I'm here with Ava Ray on Siempre Pilante, Always Forward. 
Dr. Colleen George's life coach, career coach. My mom, as I mentioned, she's a really good cook. I think of a few things. One, her corned beef and cabbage, an Irish dish that she made. She just made it recently with my son. He's more interested in cooking than I ever was. And so she gets that with him that she didn't get with me. Definitely corned beef and cabbage. I always remember my mom stuffing at Thanksgiving. Like nobody's stuffing. It's like my mom's stuffing. I don't even know what the heck was in there, but that stuffing was like, they, nobody makes it like my mom makes it. <laughs> There's bacon in there. I know that. <laughs> That's really good. And apples, I think. So good. I'm going to transition to my husband's family for a second. Definitely, you know, rice and beans. My sister-in-law taught me is a strong word meaning it wasn't like I was with her at the stove or anything like that. But I was like, I love your pork chops. None of pork chops are like, whoa. So I was like, what do you do? She was like, it's easy. It's adobo and sazon and you fry it up. And I was like, I could see that. So that is like the one thing. And my son loves these pork chops. Well, and so does my cat. <laughs> She's 16 years old and she paces the kitchen like a nut back and forth. Just like, when are they coming? But that's one of the few things that I make is those pork chops that I learned how to make from Nana. They don't taste like Nana's pork chops, but they're pretty darn good. <laughs> we got to unpack this. There's like four foods within one segment. Um, and, and just off the top, I, I'm just the energy, the laughter, like, again, just in the moment, you know, just describing the food, that that sheer excitement and the laughter, you know, thinking back on this food, I think it's a beautiful thing. It's very impactful. Yeah, it's, uh, it, it, when we talk about with food and how it brings people together. I know that's thing to me, you know, the saying break bread. I love that saying and how the different cultures, I, I, first thing I ask people when I meet them, you know, talk a little bit about, we might talk about family and stuff, their traditions, but food and I mean, corned beef and cabbage. For those that have never tried, take a step on the wild side. It's really good. Really, really good. Corned beef and cabbage is really, really good. Is she uh, is she Irish? Yes, yeah, she has a little mix. She's mixed. Okay, cool. Okay, because I yeah, know that's an Irish uh, dish. Yeah, Irish dish. So. But yeah, I mean, that that's something I think about. Um, soda bread, Irish soda bread. That came to mind immediately how... And, and it's interesting, you don't you don't have to be Irish. My sister makes a serious Irish soda bread for St. Patrick's Day, right? She, I mean, she was actually, true story, at her job she used to work at, she was winning the contest and beating out people that were Irish. And so- when you, got, when, you got the, when you got the sabor, you got the sabor. Yeah, and, and something is telling me that she's also a, a, a bacon, like a pork lover. I heard bacon. I heard pork chops. He's married to my good friend, uh, my friend Joey, Joey Laureano. Uh, my man is uh, just got his doctorate. Yeah, serious. Yeah, he's he's a dean. He's he's doing his thing, man. He's he's doing his thing, and uh, yeah, so he bought Iqua. Um and yeah, pork chops. I mean, you heard that? Like that's whew. yeah. See, when we pause a little bit, it's because. 
we we're we're fighting the the hunger pains you know again those tripas tripas means the stomach the the intestine the intestine we're we're also we're also savoring this food because just thinking about it just, I'm I'm tasting it <laughs> well you think well I mean it goes back to the memories I mean I'm sure you're you're thinking about that first time you had pork chops you know as a kid right and it's just the way that they're made and seasoned um she said it adobo y sazón you know the sazón I love, I love how she said it. She said, Sazon. Sazon. You got to have that Sazon. And, and, you know, and it's, it's not just the flavor. There's also something about the heat, the temperature, how you cook these things. You know, you can't just have it any old temperature. That, 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 the oil, if you're using any, some people are just grilling it straight on the pan with a little olive oil. But if you're actually frying it, that oil got to be right. If not, it's not going to be right. Lo Lo quema, yeah, 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 you know, yeah. burnt, burnt, burnt um, chops are not good. Right. And then, uh, right. And then undercooked, you don't want it to be kind of soggy. You want it just right, crispy on the outside, but nice and juicy inside. So that, that heat got to be right. But I'm sorry, I just had a moment. No, you don't have to apologize for nothing, <laughs> brother. I'm, I'm over here thinking of my mom. She made chuletas. <laughs> And that little piece of fat, right? When you you just put it on there and that little piece of fat that gets cooked. And if you bite into that with a little bit of the meat, like the, that, the flavor, the flavors are bursting. They're phenomenal. It's fabulous. Unfreaking real. Yeah, it's a beautiful, yeah, it's a beautiful thing. Man. So she mentioned the chops. She mentioned la, la chuleta. Um, the, the corned beef and, and cabbage. No, but she also, the stuffing. Oh, the stuffing. And, and once again, that's where the bacon came in again. I was like, this, this is a, definitely a bacon and pork lover we're, we're talking to. There's a friend of mine at my job. He's like, if he doesn't have everything with bacon, he's not happy. He just, he order whatever and then just add bacon. Yeah, just put bacon. Yeah, all right. I'll have that with bacon. Yeah, put bacon. How much does the extra cost? Two dollars, no problem. Don't don't worry about the cost. Put the bacon on it. Eso lo que pasa conmigo, man. It's that's what happens with me, man. I I go when I go out to eat and and it, and it kills me because they know they got you when they when they go. You want avocado? Two dollars, three dollars, four dollars extra. Like a la carte. They're going down. He's like, you, you want you want all the extras. Oh, that, that's it. Oh, you 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 want this? That's an extra couple. And and it's interesting. I I did a quick little Google on this one, and it says it seems like the um, corned beef and cabbage originated here on American soil, but it says Irish immigrants substituted corned beef for bacon because bacon was actually the meat of choice in Ireland. So you see where we're going with this. You see how that all comes together now. It's going down. It's about to go. No, it's not about. It just went down. It's going down. It's official. Yeah. The oh, Man, this, that segment was heavy. That segment was heavy. That, that, that was its own, like, I think, show. Man, shout out to Dr. Colleen Georges. Keep doing your thing. Life and career coach. Rescript. Author. TED Talks. You know, speaker. I mean, she's, she's done it all. She's done it all. 
croquetas y chuletas with some Inca cola and a slice of tres leches. Now that's what I'm talking about. Don't forget to show love by doing the follow. Rate, review, follow, subscribe, like, and share. It's that simple and it's greatly appreciated. Special thanks to all my season one guests featured this episode, which include Karina F. Daves, Suleiman Onkwe, Dr. Colleen Georges, and Deso El Afro Caribeño. Gracias to Santiago Ramones on the edit and DJ Andre Jones of Stat 10 Productions for helping with the intro. Check the show notes for more info about the episode. Tune in next week and remember, it's all about the aguacate.